1: this is David. Welcome back, guys. Behind the Velvet Rope, how is everybody doing? And we are here today with a very special guest. Really, let's say your full name in a second, but David from Million Dollar Listing, LA. How are you? I'm really good, David. How are you? Good. And how do you say your last name, Parnell? P- Pods. Oh. Well, there you go. I'm like, <laughs> we you know what it is? Go. Well no, I no no no, it's not a letdown. I can't even read my own handwriting. That's like the problem.
2: <laughs> that makes the two of us, David.
1: <laughs> and I have to say, you look so you're sitting, I have to tell everyone, you're sitting outside. You have nice bushes behind you. You seem like in a nice space.
2: It's very peaceful out here. It's probably the only peaceful spot in my residence right now because if I go inside, my 2-year-old daughter is going to hold me hostage. So I had to escape through the front door and run around the house. And here I am in my backyard. So, yes, it's very peaceful. <laughs> I love it. What
1: area, where do you live actually? Like, do you live outside of Hollywood Hills? Okay. Yeah. So that's nice. It's beautiful. It's very nice. Um, and the new season was just announced.
2: It was, which is super exciting, actually, David. So, May 5th, 10 p.m., we're going to be back on the screens. Bravo. Tune in because honestly, this is going to be, in my opinion, the best season yet. Because there's so many different dynamics and there's so much changing in the market. So it's pretty interesting.
1: I have so much we we are gonna talk real estate. Believe it or not, this isn't just Bravo. I have because I am obsessed with real estate. I live in New York, so I have a lot of market questions for you as well. But before we get there, I like to start at the beginning. So like tell us a little bit. You know, everyone knows you as David and James. Let's talk about like David. The man behind what we see on Million Dollar Listings. So like, where are you from? Where were you born? And where did you grow up? I'm very curious about all of that.
2: Okay, so my accent is real. I was born and raised in London, believe it or not. I believe Oh, <laughs> um, You do. And I'm one of four children uh, to my parents. So I have an older brother. I have a younger sister. And I have a very young sister as well. Uh, actually, she's not that young anymore. She's 16. So I guess I'm getting old. <laughs> Um, And I I grew up in London, I moved to LA 11 years ago, Um, I did have real estate background and experience when I was in London, and kind of furthered that when I moved to LA. And everyone says, why did you move to LA? And I say, because the sky's blue, the sun's shining, it's beautiful. Like I'm living in my old vacation spot right now. I
1: mean, so you chose to move to the States and you chose LA over New York City. I did. <laughs> well, I may as well have stayed in London if I was to move to New York, right? That's <laughs> true. That's true. So, like, did you always know you wanted to go into real estate?
2: You know what? It's interesting because I went to university. I did economics, politics. Well, when I say I studied, I was partying a lot of the time. Somehow I scraped by and got my degree and everything was good. Um, and I went, went to work for a hedge fund for a bit, which was kind of like serious financial stuff, a little bit too serious. Um And I just transitioned to real estate, more commercial at that time. Um, The credit crisis hit, everything went terribly wrong, which was kind of good because I was young enough with no responsibility at that point to have to pick myself up, dust myself off and start over again. Um, And that's when I moved to Los Angeles. And um, James and I set up our company, Bond Street Partners, within the agency now, and basically just. Hit the ground running, but didn't stop, never gave up, rolled up our sleeves, weren't afraid to get our hands dirty, and just really just made the most of what we had, and and it
1: wasn't very much at that point. Did you move here with James? Like, did he move to LA with you, or why do not you move first?
2: So James was actually here already. He'd moved here like a few years prior, um, and I moved out uh, in 2009, the beginning of 2009, so 11 years ago, crazy time flies. That's a and, long time. But, but we've known each other all our lives. We grew up together.
1: Really? Yeah. It happens. Um so you guys <laughs> moved to LA, you loved, you're just like living the dream in Hollywood. I mean,
2: it it's it's pretty amazing, David, because it, it it really is that. Like I used to come on vacation to Los Angeles and it was the most amazing place and to live here right now, like I said, the sun shining we get to sell amazing houses every day apart from these days right now because we're in quarantine but you know what we'll get through it um, wow. and and it's 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 really beautiful it, it really is i'm i'm very grateful i have my wife adrian who's amazing and i have we have our beautiful daughter india who's about to turn 2 uh, she's starting to speak
1: she's crazy wow <laughs> as one would expect and life is good So did you, when you, would you guys start at the agency or you started somewhere else to begin with?
2: So it was interesting. When we first got our licenses, um, we hung it up with a brokerage, a Prudential at the time. And then that got uh, changed to Berkshire Hathaway and what have you. But we weren't really that much into it at that point because we were just starting out. So then we moved to a firm called Partners Trust, which is a really great brokerage. Um, And then from there, we moved to the agency about a year later. So in 2000, we started in 2012, our actual like brokerage or um, uh, actually selling real estate. And we pretty much moved to the agency 2013. So yeah, seven years ago. Time flies. Seriously,
1: I am. I am getting old, too. So trust me, I understand. And just to note for people that can't really hear it, I can hear birds chirping in the background. So this is why you live in L.A.? Can you actually hear them? Yes. Isn't that sweet? I mean, that sounds amazing. I mean, we I have, have a squirrel, to say, too. Oh, really? I mean, you've set your... This is a very nice backdrop that you've chosen. I mean, see, this is why. You can go outside, and the rest of us in New York are trapped in our apartments.
2: Well, typically, I probably would have been sitting inside, but again, my two-year-old would be terrorizing me. But yes, I'm not complaining at all, David. It is beautiful out here.
1: Well, this is not bad. I spoke to someone earlier today for one of these, and she has... Three children and she had to go out and take this little Skype from her car.
2: I literally said to my wife, or we've both been telling each other every day, one kid in quarantine. By the way, it's amazing to get to be with her and she's just the most incredible thing. But it's a full time job for two. Like, I mean, to have two kids or three kids or even four kids, I I, I just I, I don't know.
1: I, I can't just, I mean um, I I I don't know either. Like it's it's like how is Mauricio how how is working with Mauricio
2: mauricio is 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 amazing
1: and, and actually
2: it's really interesting because when we first started working at the agency, he really has been our mentor and and he's really enabled us I, I I put so much gratitude and credit to Mauricio for for being in the position that we're in right now because he he has been remarkable you know at the beginning when we moved to the agency we didn't really have the track record in, in the big listings right so it's difficult without a track record to, to, to get more listings and he'd come with us on the listing meetings we'd pick up listings together which enabled us to do tons of deals together big ones as well uh, he's amazing to work with he's super chill super smart and and he just gets it done and, and, and genuinely like if i could think of a mentor or, or somebody that we could really credit where we are at right now because of it's him 100% hands down
1: that's great and I love me some Kyle Richards that's just me she is
2: awesome I love Kyle she's so much fun like whenever we've gone out or been in an event she's she's great and she's real she's great fun and and just so so nice I'm very fortunate to be able to work for Mauricio and obviously you know get to hang out with Kyle as well
1: totally I've met her a few times when she's come to New York and I'm like I am a fan as well so, okay. So when the show, you know, so you weren't on the show in the beginning. So like when the show was being cast, I always like asking this question for everyone. Like, you know, you weren't on in the beginning. Like, was there this buzz around LA of like, oh, there's this show we're casting brokers. I mean, we're a lot of brokers. Like I would never want to do that. Cause I could see some people thinking it would be like a negative to their career.
2: I mean, look, the reality is I watched the show like I'm a big million dollar listing fan. Right. So when 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 we got a call from the casting company saying there was a vacancy and they're and they're interviewing for for agents, we were like, oh, my God, this is like for, for me personally who watches the show, I was like, this is crazy because I've been watching this. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, before we knew it, there was a camera crew following us around for a week. So it was very surreal. And then a week later, we got a call saying, okay, we're shooting full time now. And that was seven years ago, almost. And we have not stopped
1: since. So they kind of came to you, like someone put your name in somehow.
2: We have no idea. But apparently at that time, they were interviewing like, you know, hundreds of agents. They whittled it down to like the top 10. And that's when they sent the camera crew out to the top 10. And then obviously, I mean, one thing led to another, and they liked James and I, and we basically were, like, then suddenly filming for 11 months, and then and then on air. It's, like, it's crazy.
1: Well, it's kind of fun, because it's like they've never really had a duo, and now you guys are kind of doing your own thing, too. I mean, so yeah. it was kind of like a good addition, I think, in the sense that there was, you know, a duo. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of good for the viewer. It, it, it worked. So when you started filming like full time, were you like, okay, this is what we expected? You know, being a fan of the show, were you like, this is much different. The cameras are here all the time.
2: Much different in a a nutshell. I mean, well, you watch the show, right? So you've got to think to yourself, like, you know, when you watch an episode, right, which is probably about 45 minutes long, right, without adverts. The truth is, it's like, it, it just goes, goes, goes. But we are probably filming for about a month just for that one episode. So it's it's a lot of, like, filming, and it's amazing. Like, it's it's fun, and it's great, but it's just very, very different to how I envisaged it. Like you said, having watched the show before, it's a trip, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure, and then that's the thing I always thought, because, uh, so, I've, so I've bought and sold my own apartments in New York. I like have had a broker. Believe it or not, the last apartment I sold, Frederick sold it for me. Oh. It was a whole thing. But here's the thing that I always wonder is, like, so those deals, I mean, look, they're all real deals. Like you have real buyers and sellers, but I mean, it's not real time in a sense. Cause like, you're not like closing a deal. Like, and I'm not trying to get to anything, but just like when you're right there closing the deal, I mean, it takes weeks to close it. Right. I mean, so it's not really real time all the time.
2: Well, we go to escrow. So, so it, it is. And then, you know, if something goes wrong, we normally follow that story as well. And and honestly, you know, you'll see in, in this season, I don't want to, you know, spoil too much, but it doesn't always work out. You know, the market shifts, um, you get unrealistic sellers, and unfortunately, it doesn't always work out. So, you know, it's not always plain sailing. It's not always like, okay, we've got that deal, we're negotiating it, it's closed. It doesn't work out like that all the time. And you'll see a lot of that this season. And by the way, before
1: we continue, yes. let's give everyone a minute just to appreciate the fact that we're matching. We really are, I mean, we both have on like white v neck t shirts, and like well, my blazer is like a light bluish white, oh, yours okay. is like a brown
2: it's like a yeah it's like a it's like a sand color, but yours looks like that to me, so I
1: guess from where I'm saying, enough. uh very similar, and I just changed before this, you know, well, I have to say, see, this is the difference between doing one of these with a Bravo celebrity such as yourself, who's also a business person versus some of the housewives. Like I knew knew you were going to be on time. You checked in an hour before you gave, I asked you for a Skype. You gave me a Skype link and like, I knew (laughs) it was going to go sometimes when you, it all works out, but sometimes setting up the housewives for these things, it's like Skype. I don't know what that is. And it's just, so I knew you were going to be on. So I figured I would change into something and look somewhat well presentable, even though I'm in quarantine as well. Well, you look great. Have you lost your mind in quarantine yet? Like, what are you doing to stay busy?
2: Getting there. Um, you know, I this know.
1: Is, this is the truth. We. I always try and
2: you know look at the positive in, in every situation. And I think right now, on a business level, this is temporary. It's temporary. It's going to pass. I think it's going to pass in a few months, a couple of months. And and I think everything's going to bounce back and be stronger than it ever has. And I think we're going to appreciate, you know, not only the time personally I'm getting to spend with my family, um, my two-year-old starting to speak and being there with her and my wife. It, it, it's kind of a humbling situation, but also I'm very grateful for it for so many reasons, such as family. Uh, but also it, it makes me appreciate just how good we had it beforehand, you know, yeah. the fact that You know, we can go to restaurants and go and dine out and go and see people, drive around, go to rest. You know, it's just it's just for me, it's 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 been grateful for being to be with my family. But at the same time, being grateful for what we will be able to do again in a few months time. Um, And then on a business level, everything's going to be incredible. And and, and we're going to appreciate how great it's going to become.
1: i think so i mean i appreciated all that before but i will appreciate it even more just the simple fact of sitting at a bar and having a drink with someone i will appreciate that and nothing i don't need anything else right now in life that is all that i want
2: where are you at right now david
1: so i am in my apartment so i live in chelsea in manhattan i stayed you know i toyed back and forth so i I live by myself. A lot of people have left New York. Like today, my doorman told me that my building is like 30% full. You know, because I mean, like the spaces are smaller in Manhattan. You know, like I toyed with a lot of different things. Leaving and being around others, would there would have been a lot of positives to that. But being with your own stuff, and I've been I've been working a lot too. Like I've been speaking to people like yourself. So I kind of have thrown myself into my work. So it's like, And listen, I like spoke to a friend today who went home and is now in a full house. And she's like, I would do anything to be alone right now. So I think it's like, no matter what you're doing, yeah, like no matter what you're doing for quarantine, I think that everyone is losing their minds with some, with some respect.
2: Yeah, I think that's only natural because it's such a shift in our lifestyle. and It's almost like to be confined and to be restricted. It's something that we're not used to as people, obviously. But at the same time, if we can take that experience and turn it around, and, and use it, which I personally am gonna do to be grateful for in the future about just how how amazing that we have it every day. And at yeah. the same time, you know what? Nature's thriving, the sky's blue, there's no smog right now in Los Angeles. Uh, the birds are chirping as you can hear. Um, I can these, still hear them.
1: I mean they're really clear. Uh, they don't normally chirp this much, by the way. <laughs> wow. I mean it's nice. I I feel like I'm outside. I mean listen, I've still been going out like, every now and then to the grocery store. You know, they say don't go out at all. But, I mean, eventually you have to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Wear your mask. Yeah. Put the gloves on. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm being very cautious. And I'm not really one to worry. I'm very laid back. But listen, like, this is serious, you know?
2: It it, it really is serious. But it's going to pass. It's going to be okay. And I think just the fact with what you're doing and, and I'm doing and quarantining and hopefully everyone's doing, it's just going to make it pass that much quicker. Uh, and it will do, and, and we're going to come out better and stronger as a result of it, all of us.
1: I think so. And, like, looking on the positive, like you said, like, I've gotten to things that have been on my to do list for over a year. Like, my apartment my house has never been this organized. Like I love I'm it. Just like, these are things I should have done literally a year ago. So, I mean, I don't think I'm going to want to be home for a very long time after we're out. Like, I'm going to be out all the time, but. Yes can I say one thing, David? Yeah. When
2: this when all this kicked off in like the first few days of quarantine, all I did was clean. Like literally, I was obsessively cleaning, 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 cleaning. And then I kinda realized that everything I cleaned would get reversed very, very quickly by my daughter. So I was like my wife obviously my wife's cleaning a lot as well, but it's just like it's a never ending process of, of, of cleaning and seeing how quickly it gets it gets messy again so i kind of envy your position assuming that it actually stays clean <laughs> it's
1: relatively clean other than the fact that my cleaning lady is like good luck i'll see you when this is over <laughs> if you, i mean this is when i knew it was serious because i was like well maybe in two weeks she's like i don't know if you want to fire me fire me and this is after like a really long time she was like i just and i was like okay i mean because i think in the beginning we didn't know what this really was like you know what i mean like you didn't know like listen i feel that i probably pushed it to the limit like an extra day or two you know like yeah. when we were slowly closing down i was like oh, i'm supposed to go away this weekend and then you know i think it just took a minute to be like no this is actually real it's we're real. all going
2: it's yeah it's happening It's happening very much so but again it's gonna pass and, 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 and let's it just, you know try and use this i guess just as a as an experience to to, to go forward stronger
1: I agree. Now, here's a question that I've always had. I'm sure, and I've heard this question asked before, but I never remember what the answer is. So when you're all on million dollar listing, you guys aren't really so bad with this, but like when the clients or the sellers, the buyers see, you know, like what you say, or like, for instance, if someone really would have taken maybe less, like more money, but I don't know, like when they see you try to like behind the scenes, like, do they ever get like, oh my God, like you weren't representing my best interest. You were just trying to close the damn deal. Like that has to happen sometimes.
2: I think, it's, I think it just goes back to the style of doing deals, right? Uh, by the way, there's a leaf blower. Can you hear it? It's a little bit noisy.
1: No, okay, a very, good. very slight, but not, not so bad. Okay,
2: just checking. I think it goes back to the style of doing deals. You know, I, I honestly am saying this not just to look good, but I'm genuinely being honest, whereby, you know, I'll treat my clients like I treat my family or myself. And the truth is, I absolutely will do everything for my client's interest. If I'm representing them on the sale, I will absolutely make sure that I get them as much money as possible and make sure that we go in a direction that, that ensures the deal's is actually going to close. And again, if I'm representing a buyer, I'm going to want them to get the best deal. Um, but I think, you know, I think ultimately it comes down to whatever style of, of, of deal closing you do. And you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, do bad on anyone in order to get a deal done that makes sense for your client you know the best deals to do are the ones that are done honestly and 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 frankly in the best interest of your clients sometimes they need to trust us a little bit you know they need to put the brakes on and and let go and sometimes they don't but totally i i tell you right now that we always have their interests at heart and and it's just a matter of them trusting
1: us and most of the time they do (laughs) that makes sense i mean that's why they hire you i guess (laughs) you know I mean, do you find like most clients are thrilled to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on the show? Or do you face a lot of clients where you're like, God, this would have been such an interesting story. But the person is like, I do not oh, want this on show. the whole
2: time. The whole time. Really? You, know if you look at it, we're probably closing, you know, north of 100 deals a year. Um, and, and, you know, if you look at a, a, a season, which, you know, we film for the best part of the year, you know, we're, we're looking at 12 episodes, right? And some of those episodes continue a story for the same property. So some properties go over two episodes. So maybe let's call it like eight to 10 deals or, or stories per season, right? It's a small amount percentage wise of the amount of business we're actually doing. So you, look, we, we don't get it all. And, and, and you know a lot of clients don't want to be on the show and, and what have you. But what we've got typically are uh, very very good stories and and properties and 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 the producers are amazing you know and and just the way the whole show is put together and it's real but it's just put together in, in a way that it's it's entertaining and engaging and i'm saying that from the perspective of a real fan that watched the show before i was even on it um yeah so I, feel very, I feel very privileged to, to to be part of it but you know, there are clients that won't be on it but there are a lot of clients that will be on it. And that's how it works. We have a great show.
1: Seriously. Well, when I sold my last apartment, and it's a long story, it was after the hurricane. It's a long story. I had a tenant there. But so Frederick found me. You know, it is like, I know you're not living there. And like the lobby was just, it was it was on the water in the West Village. And I was like, yeah, I actually do want to sell. And he's like, I have a buyer. We were going to put it on the show. But Calvin Klein was our board president, like literally the Calvin Klein. He was like, there's no cameras for this Bravo show coming in here. So like, that's what we have to face in New York. Like, I actually wanted to be on the show. Frederick was like, this is the best story. And like, here we have like, you know, I guess you have a lot less of that there.
2: Um, Yeah, I guess we're in L.A. It's very Hollywood, isn't it? You know, everyone's kind of used to it. But it goes back to the fact that like, if I would have thought that I'd be on TV, I'm one of the few people that moved to L.A., not planning in a million years to be on tv right but it ended up on tv most people that move here are actually like i want to be on tv so it's yeah it's kind of strange but you know I, I think back to your point um you know we do mainly houses because la is not as dense as new york so i guess you know that there won't be those kind of overall overruling parties if the client wants to be in the show they typically can because it's their house
1: right and then just because this is how my mind thinks do you have people that reach out to you because, not even to be on the show, but just because you're on the show, they want to meet you, they want a picture with you, and they're not serious? Like, do you guys face that where it's like fans and you're like, you're not qualified to buy an apartment. This is a waste of my time. Uh, well,
2: you know Or what? a the house. Truth, the truth is, it doesn't really happen like that. I mean, what would happen is, yeah, well, surely we'll get requests for like, you know, photos and. And, and, and meet and greets and stuff like that. And, and I do a lot of that for charity as well. But the truth is, because, you know, the donation, they make a donation, it goes to charity, that's incredible. And we'll always, you know, do what we can. But but as far as actually clients go, funnily enough, no. Not really, to tell you the truth. That's good. Yeah, I think it's, like, respectful as well, because I think that, you know, people don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste anyone else's time. Uh, and I think it kind of works out in a, in a really nice way in that respect.
1: That makes sense. What is like the strangest thing you've ever had like a buyer or seller do? Oh, my God. We've
2: we've literally, I mean, the scenarios that that, that we are put in, you can't script them. Like, you can't make this shit up. Excuse my language. No. Um, You can swear all you want. Okay. Thanks for that. No, I'm joking. So basically, as long as you're bleeping it. But no, the truth is that we we actually filmed this. It was uh, a few seasons back. It was a property on Beechwood Canyon. Um, this is one of my most crazy stories. And and the guy Colin, really nice guy, right? He was a very much into Burning Man. We got the listing. We we threw an incredible Burning Man theme party. We all dressed up. Uh, it was it was just really 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 fun. Um, started to try and show his house and got a, got a full asking price offer. And then I went to present it to him. And he disappeared. I could not track him down. So I went to the house. There was, like I think a, I remember this. There was like a dog at the house, like random dog that was like barking, going crazy. There was all stuff everywhere. The house wasn't staged anymore. I was like, "What is going on?" So I managed to track down his dad. And Colin had just gone AWOL. I don't know what had happened to this very day. I, I it's, you know, it's probably, you know, I don't think it was anything like terrible, terrible, but. He just basically maybe changed his mind. I don't know what it was, but we had a full asking price offer. His dad transacted with us and we got it done.
1: <laughs> oh really? Wow. And you've never spoken to him since? I haven't seen
2: or heard from him oh, since. His God. dad by the way, Colin was the nicest guy. His dad was just a gentleman, stepped really? up. Against, Whatever it takes to do the deal, let's do it. I can sign. I've got power of attorney. And it was just like bam bam bam. And it was an over-asking price offer. We did the deal. It was incredible. But it was just one of those, it was like, it was such a fun process to go through with a Burning Man-themed open house. But then to disappear on us and then to track down the dad and then to actually close the deal, it was, yeah, that was a roller coaster.
1: It's like Burning Man in real life. Like, it brings up a lot of stereotypes Literally. of, like,
2: where are you? That's funny.
1: Literally. It was crazy.
2: Yeah. So I, that always kind of like, when someone asks me that question, that, that particular story always sticks in my mind, David interesting that's a good that's a good one now because you're in
1: LA it's like New York like you don't have to say who if you can't but like have you ever been starstruck where like you're like this person calls you and they're like I I need you to 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 sell me a house or like have you ever had a client where you're like oh my god it's Madonna it's like Michael Jack like whoever would have been where the person was just so huge you're like I can't believe this person's our client I mean you still do your job (laughs)
2: And you don't want to say who 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 that was? No, I mean, look, I mean, being in L.A., I think, I think it's not because of who we are or anything like that. I just think it, it's the environment we're, we're working in right now. Um, you know, we're showing these houses. We have these listings. Um, but but it, it's bound to happen, and it does. Uh, but the truth is, yes, to your point, of course, we're human beings. Of course, we're going to get starstruck. But then from then on, it's actually down to business. And you actually realize these people are normal people. They want a little right. bit more privacy. They may have a little bit more money, but the truth is they're very normal people. And and, and a lot of the time they have business managers. So you're working with the business managers as well. And and it just goes back to, to, to being a serious businessman and getting the deal done, you know, and, and treating them like you treat any other client with respect, dignity, ethically, honestly, and just getting the bloody deal done. <laughs>
1: That's true. And as far as these over-the-top open houses, which we see on Million Dollar Listing, LA and New York, Really, what those you you're 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 a fan of those? We've
2: done. I mean, James and I have done a lot of those over the top open houses, and they're actually great because you know it's not just the event that attracts people to come. And we've sold a lot of houses, big houses, through the events that we've actually held there. um Well, like the Burning Man one, for example, or or we've done you know we've done Havana Nights, we've done the uh, Lamborghini event in Malibu, which was the colist with Madison if you remember a few seasons back. Um, Oh yeah. We, we we yeah. Oh yes, there was a lot of drama around that. But we've done, yes. we have done, um, you know, um, so many different themed events, and and they they're fun. They they bring people in, and ultimately, they they not only sell the property, but they 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 are a great marketing tool because off the back of that event, you know, the press can pick up on it, and it and it just brings other opportunities uh, our way. So and it's good fun as well.
1: That's true, and it makes for good TV also.
2: It makes for great TV. It
1: really does. I, I, mean, it, well, I mean, that's the thing about at least why I love the Million Dollar Listing Series, because it's great TV, but like the real estate porn, at least for New York and L.A., like the properties are so unbelievable. They really are.
2: The properties are amazing. And it's kind of sometimes I pinch myself, David, to, to think that, that we're representing some of these houses. And And, and it's funny because when you watch it back, Right. One thing's doing it and being involved and actually like, you know, showing the houses, which is amazing. It's incredible. and Yeah. Working through the process of seeing the house being built and and, and, and finished and and, and photographed. But 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 actually watching it back on TV, I got to tell you, David, it is pretty crazy. It's like, holy shit.
1: (laughs) And I think like as a viewer, you're like, all right, well, I could see myself living there. If I moved to L.A., I could see myself living there. It's just like you're like, oh, this is so nice.
2: I am a viewer, David. I'm telling you now, I'm a viewer. I'm exactly the same, and I think
1: exactly the same way. So before you were, since you say you were a viewer, before you were on the show, who was your favorite agent to watch? And did you know any of them? <laughs> is
2: isn't,
1: isn't that a good well,
2: question? That's a great question. Actually, funnily enough, I started watching the show pretty much from the beginning. So so if you think about it, and I listen, I moved to LA in 2009, okay? The show's been going since 2006, so I had a little bit of catching up to do. Um, really got serious in real estate by 2012, so I'd been watching it a long time, so I knew who they were. But it was interesting because we'd only been active agents for under a year before we actually got approached by the show. So in that period, I, I, I met—you know—I met them. You see them around, you know. You go to open houses, or you—you know—you just—you just within the industry, you bump yeah. into each other. So I kinda of was like, you know, that's pretty cool because I know you guys from T V, like, you know, Josh Flagg, I'd see at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Where else, right? Um, yeah, um, he loves it there. So so he basically it, it it was it was pretty crazy. But I, I liked I just liked the dynamic. I really liked Chad, Rogers. I actually really liked Madison and I liked Josh and Josh. I liked everyone for who they are because everyone's so different and that's that's what brings an incredible dynamic element to the show because everyone is so different. Um, The interactions are great. Obviously when Josh and Josh are, you know, having their arguments or if we're having our arguments, you know, it's part of the game because that's what we're doing. It's, it's high stakes and we tend to, you know, it tends to get heated up occasionally. But I wouldn't say I had a favorite. I just say that I I really love to watch the dynamic of all the agents.
1: Before we continue this conversation, I just want to say that 2020 has certainly been a year. And at the beginning of quarantine, there was a lot getting in the way of my happiness and achieving my goals. And I turned to BetterHelp, which is online professional counseling. And it really helped me not only achieve happiness during this time, but really achieve my goals. Behind the Velvet Rope went from two times a week to four times a week. And I wrote a book, the Behind the Velvet Rope book. So for anyone that feels that things are getting in the way of their happiness and achieving their goals, I strongly recommend BetterHelp. You don't even have to leave your house. It is online professional counseling. And what I love about it is you can start communicating with them within 24 hours of signing up. Anyone that knows me knows that if you don't get back to me, that is a huge pet peeve of mine. These counselors get back to you in a very timely manner. And you're really matched with a counselor that fits your needs. If you get a counselor that you don't like, you can just request another counselor. Everything, of course, is confidential. They deal with a variety of issues, depression, stress, anxiety, sleep, we're all having trouble sleeping during this, trauma, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem, grief, LGBTQIA issues. And I have to say, it is actually more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available for anyone that cannot afford it. So they're growing so rapidly, and so many people are turning to BetterHelp for help that they're looking for additional counselors in all 50 states. Go to BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com, slash Velvet Rope betterhelp.com slash velvet rope and you get 10% off your first month. Join over 1 million people today taking charge of their mental health. You're not alone. If you need help, this is a great solution. betterhelp.com slash velvet rope and get 10% off your first month. Whatever. I like Chad Rogers. Whatever happened to him? He was great. He was really he was great. great. And
2: funny enough, I spoke to him because as I was getting my two-year-old just found me, by the way. She's like banging on the window. Hi, Beanie. I'll be back. I'll be soon. Mwah. I'll be with she's you like, soon.
1: She's like, what is daddy doing outside?
2: Yeah. Now now she's uh, could be throwing a tantrum. But anyway,
1: back to Chad. Uh, he,
2: he's a great guy. And funny enough, when we first um, were, were, were being casted and we were starting to film for the first time, Chad was amazing. Like he called me, I spoke to him, and he gave me incredible advice about, you know, being on the camera, how to handle myself and carry myself. And he's he's just a, a really really decent guy. He he gives, you know, he cares. Like he's a he's a genuinely nice person. Um, Josh Flagg has always been a good friend, and he he's he's hilarious and he's very funny to be with and around. And we have a lot of fun together. Uh, Josh Altman, you know, we we you know, he, Josh Altman, you know. Is Josh Alman. I actually like him. You know, occasionally we come head to head and, and things happen. But but that's just the way it is. And Tracy, Tracy's amazing. I, I love Tracy. I think she's just got so much sass and character and, and, and you know, she doesn't take shit. She's actually half Armenian. My wife is half really? Armenian, so I see a lot of similarities there. Um, she's amazing. So I mean I don't wanna, you know, not be too boring with my answer, but I just think everyone has, has got so much to give. What about about,
1: Madison?
2: I was about to say, and that that business partner of mine, he's all right as
1: well. (laughs) James is all right, right?
2: Yeah, and Madison Madison was really, he was one of my favorites uh, until things just went really awry. I don't know what happened, but, you know, we always wanted to work with him and be on the same page and team, and he just wasn't really having it. It was just, for some reason, combative, and we just didn't really understand why, you know? It was very, very strange.
1: It is strange. Listen, as a viewer, Madison is not my favorite either. So, let's just leave it at that. I love everyone else. I, 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 I love. I love everyone else. I like me some Josh Allman.
2: Yeah, like I said, everything, everyone, everyone is. Everyone gives you know a different, you know, bit of. It's like it's like a recipe. Everyone has a different ingredient, and it just comes together, and it's great.
1: Now, since you didn't really. Commit to an answer on that. Let's see about this question. Okie (laughs) dokie. Now, let's take yourself out of this and James out of this. If you had to now go and buy an apartment for you and your lovely wife, your house for you and your love. I keep thinking we're in New York City. For you and your lovely wife and daughter, and you need to hire Josh, Flag, Altman, or Tracy, or Madison, which of these four is going to represent you as the buyer? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to sell your lovely house, who would you hire out of these four people? That is such an interesting question. Oh That's my goodness,
2: it. that is such an interesting question. I mean, I oh, it's such a difficult question. I'm going to say flag. Really? Yeah, because I want to have fun doing it.
1: You guys love flag.
2: Yeah, he's a good friend, and he's he's entertaining. We vibe well, so it kind of like it would be like hiring your friend. It is actually a good realtor to to sell your house or buy your house. So you know what? Sorry, guys, it's got to be flag. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I know you guys. You guys. You guys love your flag. Um, and we love Bobby. We love Bobby, and we yes. love we. And I love Heather Altman
2: too. She's so sweet. She's 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 lovely. Bobby's cool. I mean, it's a it's a
1: good crew. I got to tell
2: you, it's a good crew, and we have fun. It is.
1: Well, you know what? You're all interesting to watch in like individually and i think like there's no weak link that's from like a viewer point of view just as far as like being someone interesting do you watch uh million dollar listing in new york you know what i i have
2: been watching that i didn't I, I i think i've got a little bit of catching up to do on the last season when when i think everyone had a baby <laughs> um, pretty much i i did too last season but um I, i've got a little bit of catching up but for the most part i really enjoy it i think again like Ryan is 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 really good. I I I really appreciate and respect his work ethic and what he's created. He's 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 really really good. Frederick is is a right character. I, I love him. He's you know he's in LA now as well, so you know we see him. Um, and then uh, Louis, he was great to watch. I, I think he moved out for a bit, uh, but yeah. he was always you know positive energy. Really really, uh, he seemed like a really sweet guy. I don't know him personally. Like I you know know most of the others. He was a sweet guy. Uh, and then I think Steve's joined and then Tyler, right? So I've got yeah. a little bit of catching up to do. But I, I think I think it's one of my favorite shows again. I kind of like the whole franchise.
1: Is uh, Frederick now a force in L.A.? Like, I know he's out there doing stuff. So, like, I mean, are you now running into Frederick?
2: Yeah, occasionally.
1: <laughs> Is that, like, an occasionally, like, oh, God, watch out. He's taking over L.A.?
2: Well, you'll just have to watch next season, I guess, won't oh. you?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't. So we're, uh, that's, that's going to be good. So now, what is the state of the market? So like prior to Corona, let's put Corona on the side for a second. Like what was the state of the market? You know, like we saw it last year, like here in New York, you know, I guess it's more of a buyer's market per se. Like nothing is really selling. Things are sitting on the market. But sellers are not necessarily coming down in their price either. So how is it in LA?
2: So here's how it looked, David. Uh, The beginning of the year, right? The beginning of last year, it was dead like i was like oh my god this is crazy for a good like first quarter
1: for 2019
2: yeah then it just took off like we were closing deals left right and center but the thing is we also had back to your point a lot of unrealistic sellers so people were kind of like just thinking their properties were worth way more than they were and ultimately if they don't trust us that typically ends badly and, and again, I don't want to ruin next season but or this season coming up, season 12, but we're going to have a variety of, of, of yes, things do work out, but you know what? Things don't always work out. And that's just the reality of what we do and, and, and the market that we're in. And obviously now that we're, we have the corona situation, you know, it is quieting down, although we do have a bunch of escrows that are closing, thankfully. Um, and, and, and I'm very confident again, David, that we will get back to a really strong market in the next couple of months. I am
1: adamantly adamant about that i believe you i mean yes i i that i believe now so but like what does one do during corona as a broker i mean like there can't be any showings right or is it just like virtual like here's the link yeah so
2: we're doing a lot of virtual tours because we we, we have a good social media presence we did a lot of property tours for social media like for instagram and facebook and yeah. Twitter or whatever so we have those social media tours save for the properties which we can now send to clients and of course post online and they're more valuable than ever because people are sitting at home right now yeah on the internet so people are looking at houses all the time so you know it, it is different again it's temporary but you know doing things like speaking to you is fantastic for example i'm really enjoying myself and thank you for having me by the way um
1: thank you and, for coming
2: no uh, i appreciate it and, and obviously like i said the virtual tours the 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 social media we just got to do what we can do and, and again this is temporary it will pass um but but we're extremely busy and i'm very grateful for that
1: that's good yeah i mean i feel like i don't know i've had my own apartments many so i feel like i could almost i mean i'm not looking to buy a new apartment but i could almost buy an apartment without seeing it like that's i think there is a customer that is out there like that i mean if you see the pictures and you do a virtual tour. It's most, I mean, you get like 90% of it. You really could tell what's going on. It's it's amazing. It really
2: is. But also like, you know, with, with, with clients, like we have listings, for example, right? That we already show to clients. So they could have been sitting on the sidelines and, and, and sitting on the fence about making an offer, but then they just do it because they're like, you know what? It's a great opportunity to buy And I tell people this. Interest rates are so low right now. You can they borrow are. money. You can borrow money so cheap, which means the affordability goes up in that respect. And I'm talking about, more of the top top end i'm you know, I'm talking about people that just have a lot of cash anyway right um that that, that, that now they can borrow really cheap they're not going to keep their money in the bank right now because they're getting zero return you know bonds are bad stocks have gone down so i think real estate is a great great investment and, and, and i think conveying that to our clients has enabled us to get some good escrows and some good closings
1: i think so I mean, what is, have you ever had like one particular seller like, and just without, you don't have to mention who, like, what is like one of the most difficult situations besides the burning where you're just like, this seller is just out of touch with reality. It always shocks me that sellers are so like, listen, I was a dream client. When I sold the apartments I owned, you want one price, you put it on the market. If you get three offers at one price, then that's what the market's telling you and you're paying this much every month just take one of them get as much as you can and move on so i'm always shocked when these sellers are so i would have been a dream client for you i wish, you, I, wish
2: I wish you were my client by the way
1: <laughs> i mean you want as much as possible obviously but you know the market is what it is so like how do you deal with these just unrealistic sellers that are just their egos are in the way
2: It gets to a point, honestly, David, it gets to a point whereby I would rather not take an overpriced listing. I would rather walk away. If you're not trusting me as a client, what I'm telling you is correct. I've got no other reason to to say otherwise. But I would genuinely, at this point of my career and life, say that if you don't trust me, then go with that other person. Go with that other agent that's frankly telling you your house is worth way more than it is and come back to me please god you'll sell it for that i don't think you will but please god you will and if you don't come back to me and 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 i will be here and i would love to represent you but i'm just not going to go to the price that you want to list at because it's not doing you any favors it's not doing me any favors and frankly i'd rather just you trust me that i really do have your interests at heart and, and, and a bit like you you know you go back to the way you are as a client I'm, I'm assuming you trust your agent. That's
1: what you're hiring them for. Yeah. If you don't
2: trust them, what's the point of hiring them in the first place? So I'd rather I wasn't hired in that case.
1: And, like, you probably now can do that more. You know what I mean? Like, you're at a point where you don't really need to take every client. Right. I mean, you know, you look at someone like Ryan who's – I mean, like, the show – do you see a direct correlation between being on the show and your business?
2: It's interesting because we, we started the show so early on right so right we, we, we have had a great trajectory I mean we've, we' you know our business has, has gone really well and we're grateful for that. Um, I can only imagine that the show has absolutely helped as far as propelling us into the you know uh, into the into being recognized and a and, and, and branded and, and people knowing who we are around the world. Um, but, but we also, you know, we work pretty hard, you know, and, and the truth is that, you know, we, we always stay in our lane. We, we door knocked at the beginning. We rolled up our sleeves. We literally went out and, and we would do whatever we could to get a listing. And, and we've always conducted ourselves. I'd like to think ethically and honestly, cause we pride ourselves on that. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure. And again, I'm very grateful because I'm pretty sure that the, the show and to have this opportunity is amazing to be on yeah. one of your favorite shows has absolutely helped. It can't not. Did James watch the show, too, or was it just you? He says he didn't so much, but I'm skeptical. I think he was just being
1: cool. (laughs) Yeah, he was probably being – I mean, like, you – I mean, I love that you were a fan of the show before you were on it. So you must have just been like, I can't believe I'm on this show. Pretty much. What was I going to ask you? Who do you – not necessarily who's, like, the best book, but who do you – is there one of the agents that you come up against the most? Like, just in terms of, like, you're going for the same, like, listings – like do you come up against Altman the most, or is it just, you know, it's not funny? That he's, it's yes. so
2: funny! It's so funny you say that. Yes, in, a, in 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 an answer, but it's actually it can be it can be any of them, uh, and I don't think it's anyone more than others. Oh look, my little my little girl, she, she can goes. join say us. Hi, hi, say
1: Hi. hi.
2: She's she must be a so, stand.
1: she Off must she be happy having you at home.
2: She is a little bit too happy as am I, by the way, um, she, she's amazing. It. She doesn't, she doesn't leave my side. We just, we just filled up the sand pit. So she's been playing with sand and she just bought me a pot of sand. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, but back to your question, um, David, I think, I think it's no, it's no more one agent than the other. It's because it's such a tight knit, like small, like competitive industry you know, we can come up against all of them in one listing, for example. Do you know what I mean? And
1: I think that's just how it is. But you know what? That's just the name of the game. <laughs> Seriously. Did you ever watch uh, Million Dollar Listing Miami or San Francisco when it was on? I did. I did. I, I did, actually. I, and I really enjoyed them both. See, I couldn't really get into the San Francisco one. Not like I just love real estate. I don't like love San Francisco as a city. The Miami one, it was interesting.
2: The Miami one was cool. I I liked it. It was um,
1: Chris Chris Leavitt. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I met him a few times. He's actually me too because he actually I used to he used to live in New York, so I knew him from being a broker. Oh, I see. And then he moved to Miami. Yeah, yeah um
2: he's a lovely guy uh samantha i think i met once she was cool as well and chad i don't think i met him chad carroll i don't know how it's you definitely know i'm an avid like million dollar listing person because i know everyone's name right the fact um, that you
1: pulled chad rogers out of left field yes
2: yes there you go
1: see i, I mean business
2: when i'm talking mdl um yeah. but but i think i think that they were all great um uh san francisco um that was Ro, who was a great guy, um, and then and then I can't really remember, but they, they were all nice people, and I, I actually enjoyed watching it. I was kind of upset that, that they didn't continue.
1: Yeah. Do you watch, and you don't have to, do you watch other shows on Bravo, or does your wife? Of course I do. Really? Um, like what?
2: I love Beverly Hills, so you're a Kyle fan. Um, my wife and I love that. Shars! Shars of Sunset! It's that amazing. is, that is hands down my favorite show and my wife loves it we both love it
1: i i just said this especially this season shaz is the best thing on tv right now it's pure drama who
2: doesn't like to sit there and watch pure drama
1: i mean the thing is well like reza even says this in real life if you ask reza reza says like as much as i'm a bravo celebrity, i'm a fan like reza like so you're you're kind of the same you love the Bravos. I've got to be honest with you.
2: It's 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 great. And it's funny because I bumped into Mike uh, from Shaw's. Uh, yeah, he came I... to one of our events. Nice as car. I was like, dude.
0: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome10 for $10 off your first purchase get $10 off your first purchase with code welcome10 at caskers.com
2: your show is like one of my favorites if not my favorite like literally we watch it all the time he was like dude i watch yours too i was like really
1: well it's <laughs> shocking really. to that me like really enlightening. And like on Shaw's, like it's shocking. Like when something like when real friendships go awry, it is so shocking to me. Like you know what I mean. Like this yeah. is a real, true, like forty-year friendship. It's just yeah. that's when I'm like, this is not TV. This is like it, real life.
2: It's it's insane. It's insane. Uh, but that season, this season, I mean, it's just absolutely. It's 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 incredible. It really is because I mean, it's, it's real. It's reality.
1: I love Shaws. You know what you need to watch is Family Karma. Oh, really? It just started. It's. I mean, this is an oversimplification, but it's like the Indian version of Family. It's literally like a group of friends that are Indian. It's literally obviously green lit because of Shaws. It's it's you only. It's it's on Bravo. You only miss like five episodes, four episodes.
2: It's All like right, a It's
1: literally that. the same thing. It's like a group of. Indian friends that have known each other forever, and it's family supposed... Family you, did you say? Family karma.
2: Babe, family karma. We're going to start that now. Thank you it's for that, David. Who is your
1: favorite, other than Kyle, do you have a yeah. favorite Beverly Hills housewife?
2: Absolutely. I love Dorit. She's actually a client and a friend, and PK is one of my
1: dear friends. Okay, couple of things. First of all, you are the... I love Dorit. Do you know that I went to high school with Dory? No way! Connecticut. So That's I am like... crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So like, yeah, so uh, not because of that, but I love Dory. Like, not, uh, I'm, you're the only one that said, you know, she's never anyone's favorite. I love Dory. I forgot you guys know P.K.
2: She's amazing. Dory is the loveliest person. PK's like, fucking hilarious like he's one of those entertaining people we hang out a lot well not right now because we're quarantined but it, under usual circumstances we hang out a lot he's one of my good friends um and dorit is just great I'm, and i i represented them on 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 their house they they bought um so so they're just they're just really really decent people i i i very entertaining and great fun so i love that, is that. my I, answer
1: that is the best answer Possible because I went Good. to high school with her, and I I love Dory. Dorit also has the best style out of any housewife. She does she does She's in awesome. any franchise? Like those outfits are head to toe.
2: No Is messing any, around? No there's messing no around. messing around. Runway
1: cool, yeah. It's runway. Cool. Any other shows that are, are those your are those your favorites? Uh,
2: any other Bravo shows? Let me have a What else do we have? We got Shards. Uh, I'm gonna watch the family one that you said what's the name again it's a good
1: one family karma
2: family karma real housewives of beverly hills million dollar listing obviously um i think that's about that's about it
1: for those months. are good
2: ones yeah I'm that's the a- top we watched new york we watched real housewives of new york for a bit as well which was very entertaining but you know what the one that does really well is 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 the uh real atlanta. housewives of atlanta that like it's has huge. crazy crazy viewers the like ratings numbers.
1: are yeah like i don't even know what the numbers are and like i've never looked at like a million dollar listing but like as far as the housewives atlanta is by far the biggest yeah it's like crazy huge
2: huge and i love to watch you know watch what happens live i think andy's incredible and so entertaining and and i know he's actually you know he's got the virus right now yeah. so please God he's gonna be okay um but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it, it's surreal. I'm not going to lie. Six, seven years in, it's still surreal because I am a big
1: Bravo fan. That's amazing. Well, you're very enjoyable to watch. James is oh. very enjoyable to watch. Thank you. You need to tell some of your colleagues that they need to sit down and chat with me. I reached no. out to Tracy Tudor yesterday. I would love to. I've met her a bunch of times, too. I love Tracy. So She's
2: awesome. She's awesome. She, is. she really is.
1: She's so cool. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? I won't keep you from your daughter or your wife. Oh, I really appreciate. I really do appreciate you. Oh, you know what? Before we go, well, first of all, is there anything you would like to add before we go? No, I
2: think we covered everything. Just to say I'm very grateful for, for you inviting me on. And thank you so, so, so much. And stay safe and well. Now I want to hear what you're going to say.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, first of all, everyone needs to call you if they move to L.A. or needs to buy or sell a house in L.A. Thank That's the first you. thing. Second of all, everyone needs to watch the new season of Million Dollar Listing. But listen, I really appreciate this.
2: Likewise, David. You're a real gentleman. And that was good fun. I really
1: enjoyed that. I told you you would have fun. And when I come out to LA, we have to do a drink or when you come to New York? 100%. Several drinks. I'm uh, like a million drinks. Listen, I've said this before. The date, because I believe it or not, I'm like a drinker, but I have not drank in this quarantine. It's just not for me. When I get out of here, I am going to be drunk for like the first 48 hours. So I don't know about you, but that's what I'm doing. I think I might join you on that, Dave. And God bless you. (laughs) Seriously, I really appreciate it. We'll do drinks. Be safe. And hopefully your your family just stay in and have a good time.
2: God bless you, my man. And stay safe. Thank you so much, David. It was such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. you, Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. See you you. later. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.